You're listening to Radio Star Improv, part of the Radio Star Network. The following show is completely improvised, with no script, and not even we know what happens next. This week's story, Held Together with Paste. John, telling your sister that she needs to eat glue so that she can hold herself together in front of class for presentations, that's not helpful. It was really funny. It was really funny. See, see? (laughs) You know what that emergency room bill cost me? That cost me $300. Catholic school is so strict. Father, I'm sorry. My parents will pay that bill. That will help. Thank you, child. Now, the two of you have been nothing but trouble since the first two came to this parochial school. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Twins are always a problem. Every last one of them. They're always difficult. (laughs) (laughs) Which is the reason why I am separating you two in classes. What? Sandra, you're going to Sister Mary Catherine's class from now on. Jonathan, you're staying with Mr. Johansson. I can't understand him. He sounds like a Swede. He He is a Swede, and Swede is not a bad word. Please quit going around calling kids you don't like Swede faces. (laughs) Swede face, Swede face. Sandra, you are in trouble. You're not having fun. Not in trouble. I mean, not having fun. No, just fun. because the state has dictated I can't punish you trouble. corporally anymore doesn't mean I haven't got my own ways of punishing you. Excuse me, I wasn't listening. What? Cancel Christmas. No fun. Sandra, no biscuit. you'll be staying no after donut. school donut, no scrubbing the toilet. Bad sprinkle, no peep. Dear <laughs> <laughs> Lord, please, <laughs> let us use yardsticks again. Yeah, so I've been married to Sandra for like five years now, Mm -hmm. and she's been eating paste the whole time. I caught her. I came home. I come down the basement to get myself a beer, and she's sitting there in the dark eating paste. That is unique behavior. It's disgusting. Well, I don't think that we should put a judgment value on it. That's not really... No, I tried it, and it's disgusting. Oh, you tried the glue. Yeah. The paste. I... Thought maybe I was missing out. Now, is this the kind of gushy white paste that little kids used to use like in first grade? Or are you talking about actual airplane glue? I don't know. I sort of passed out. You ate some and you passed out? Yeah. And yet Sandra can eat it and is seemingly unaffected? I had beautiful dreams. Beautiful dreams. I was... A child again, naked in a field, and there were rabbits, and I heard songs. And then I woke up the next day with a pounding headache, and Sandra, I asked her about it. She said she had built up an immunity, and it was her normal, whatever that means. And what do you do all day? Well, I run the pet and demolition store. Well, let's get back to this... Paste. Paste. You're not here to find out about Sandra. Why are you here, young man? I've been watching you. I see you drive by the shop every day and you never noticed me. I I used to sit out front on the bench, you know, with no shirt on, and you just drove right by. So I I thought, well, this bad thing happened to me. Maybe I can turn a sow's tube of glue into a silk big gulp. I had more of that glue this morning. I've kind of developed a problem. You have a problem. No, put that away. Just try a little... (sighs) Is that... It kind of smells like lilacs. It's the good stuff. It's Chinese. She says you can't get it here mm. anymore. It was only used in Catholic grade schools until really? 1974. 
I went to a Catholic grade school. Yeah, your pupils are dilating, Doctor. Mmm, this reminds me of... I'm gonna just take a little lick here, too. Oh, Sister yeah. Mary Catherine's class. Yeah. This is... Ah... Uh. It's your wedding day, Sandra. I can't believe I've watched you grow up like this. Well, <clears throat> Father, I feel so weird calling you Father since I've stepped so far from the church, but... Well, we all walk a road that takes us to unexpected places. In my eyes, you're still that little girl who would listen to her brother and eat paste before giving presentations in class. Sister Mary Catherine still talks about you, you know. She really turned me around. She was a good woman. She didn't approve of my brother much. Not many of us did. It's a shame he can't be here today. I'm sure if he could, he would. But the state has things to say about that. You know, not all paste is bad. You, you don't... No. <laughs> that no. Would, that would be silly, wouldn't it? Father, I'm... You're I'm a grown all, woman. I'm a grown woman now. I mean, eating paste would be... <clears throat> and you're marrying Ed. He's a nice fellow. He's doing well for himself. I understand he's uh, looking to go into his own business one of these he's days. He's saving, and, and he's got some crazy ideas, but I think, I think it's just what Mendocino needs. Sandra, have you ever considered coming back? We always could use volunteers to help with the kids. It's kids? nice to have people who have gone through the school so kids can see the future they have ahead of them. I'd like to work with kids making things and gluing things. That sounds wonderful. I love that. Well, let's get through today first. Oh, right. I but have to get married and then I can have the pa patience to work with children. Look, baby, I'm sorry that I did paste with my therapist but that's no reason to go become a nun. Well, it gives me a place to live, clothes to wear, children to eat paste with. What about our dream of pets and demolitions and store ownership? You demolished our dream and... I went there for help with you. You went there because you had a thing for that Freud-spouting tart. You drove me to it with your paste, your Chinese hallucination. You were quite paste. happy to take that paste and sleep on it and love it and wake up with new ideas. You yeah. are a paste junkie just as much as I am. The ideas don't come anymore, you know. First you try it and you're bowled over, you're not even sure you like it, but the dreams are amazing and then you, you think they're a good idea and you take more and pretty soon there are no good days without the paste and no dreams. You would never have thought of demolition and pets if it weren't for the paste. Yeah, that's true. But it's concrete. We can hang on to it. People are always needing something destroyed or wanting a puppy, or someday somebody will come along that needs both of those in some combination. At the same time? I'm telling you, it'll go. It'll go like a rocket when its day comes. I just don't know about the day when those two needs will clash in such a way that will burst forth into an opportunity for you. I mean, I want to believe in you, and I want to believe that demolishing things and puppies have a place in this world, but I don't know if it's just a paste-inspired dream or if I just married the wrong person or if you're just saying all this so I won't focus on the fact that you slept with your therapist and did paste with her, which is almost worse. They won't have paste at that convent. That stuff you buy, you import illegally. I know that. Sometimes I get it through home shopping when I buy that jewelry that's supposedly routed through Australia, but 
You look beautiful in that jewelry. You do. That you look so beautiful, made out right? of that paste, you know? You look so beautiful right now. I have to have you. I'm sorry, baby. I really am. That therapist isn't for me. Oh, baby. I'm sorry. Just promise me you'll never have the paste with anyone else again. Now, Lucille, I saw you back there with the matches. You can't go blaming everything on Jonathan. But it was Jonathan's fault. No, 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 no. Every time I find you, you've always got matches in your hand and you always say it was somebody else's fault. You've got a problem, my darling. You have to, you have to work things through prayer. This desire of yours to burn things down is, is not of God. I don't, like, seek out matches. I'm just like a little kid. And every time I turn around, Sister Mary Catherine's there. I mean, got everybody's in a line in her classroom getting stuff from her matches and paste and all kinds now, of Sister stuff. Sister Mary Catherine is not the problem here. Oh, excuse me. I didn't mean to interrupt. You're busy. Are things okay in here, Father Timothy? Things are doing all right. Thank you very much. We're having a slight problem with the children, but we're going to be fine. Okay, then. Would you care for a candy fish? Thank you very much. Farewell. Now... Who was that man? That was uh, one of our new teachers here at the school. Really? Yes, Mr. Johansson. Now look, you're a very bright girl, and I think you could go very far in life. You're a speedhead! Oh. Oh, see, there's Sandra. You should be talking to Sandra. Oh, believe me, we have people talking to her as well. Lucille. What? I want to see you grow up someday to be somebody important. You I could you, you, you could be a doctor someday. You could, you could be someone who takes care of others. Really? I think if you apply yourself and if you quit blaming others for your problems. I don't even know how to do that. I don't even have any problems. <laughs> okay, now just give me the matches. <laughs> no. This will take a long time. But one day, when you're a doctor, Lucille, you'll thank me. I will? I think you will. Do I have to give you all the matches? Every last one. And stay away from that Jonathan boy. Okay. It it really is a crisis this time. Somebody burned down our store. And the insurance says it was me because of the paste. Only a... I don't remember, but I wouldn't have burned down my store. My store got burned down. Somebody arsonized my store, doctor. I don't know what to do. I'm terribly, terribly sorry to hear that. And I think that, I'm, first of all, I'm very glad to see that you weren't hurt. And, but the first thing that I wanted to ask you was, uh, did all of the paste get destroyed in the fire? No. As your therapist, mm. I think, for your health, Mm-hmm. You need to give me the paste. It, it's, it's, it's the first thing I, I rescued. I let those puppies burn, goddammit. The, the paste is outside in the van. There's, there's, there's four big oil drums of it. I was going to bring it home to Sandra and break the news gently. Ed, you cannot take that paste home. It will be death and destruction for you and for Sandra. Ed, you have to give me all four of the barrels of paste. But what am I going to do? I got nothing else. I don't even have puppies anymore. You don't need puppies. No. The only thing you need is Sandra. But what, what, what are we going to do without the paste? I mean, drink beer, it makes you fat. You don't dream. It... I can't get up in the morning without this stuff, doctor. It's time to break the pattern, break the habit. You know, someone once said to me once a long time ago, 
You can be anything you want to be. And I'm telling you that now, Ed. You could grow up to be a doctor if you just put down the paste. Uh, Lucille, I'm 43. I got my own store. You're... It's you're, never too late. You're, you're, I, I don't want to be a doctor. What I really want to be is a, a rich man with two completely satisfied women in his life. Honestly. Oh. Since we're talking straight to each other, and I do mean straight. And who would those two straight women be? You, you look good, Lucille. I've missed you. Mm-hmm. I've missed our paste-fueled revels. I've missed our paste-fueled revels, too. So I have a good idea. Why don't you go get the paste and bring it in here, and then we'll talk some more. Maybe we could have regular appointments. You could advise me. I could bring you some paste. Every week. Twice a week. I think we need to see each other three times a week. Can you keep up that schedule, Ed? I can do what needs to be done, Doctor. Excellent. I'll see you Wednesday. Wednesday. I gotta say, I never thought you'd graduate. Look at you, 18 years old, ready to take on the world. <clears throat> Sorry, my hands are a little sticky. No, it's okay. I just want you to know that I don't believe what they say about Jonathan. My dear brother? I don't think he started those fires. No, I don't think he did either. He, he's not, he's just not that way. Well, I've talked to the police and they've told them what I believe, but they seem pretty convinced. But I just want you to know that I'll go and visit him whenever I can in prison. Thank you, Father. Maybe one day we'll find out who really did start those fires and burn down the rectory. Father, I hope so. I want his name to be cleared. I'll do the best I can. But the important thing for now is to put on a bright and smiling face so the world can see what a responsible, beautiful woman you've grown up into. (laughs) Is my tie straight? You look good. Polish the buttons on my blazer. I can't thank you enough for believing in me, and I... Father. Now I want you to go out in the world, and I want you to take life by the throat. Literally? <laughs> sure. Literally. Oh. I had a question I wanted to ask you about Ed. Big Ed, as uh, they call Ed. him now. I gotta say, I never really saw you two together. I'm surprised you began dating. I just wanted your approval. You're a grown-up woman now. You can date anyone you want. And Ed's a good man. He's a little slow. Not one of our best students, but his heart is good. And he loves puppies. Well, who doesn't? You've been listening to Julia Brothers, Diana Brown, Christopher DeYoung, and Dan Wilson. Theme by Nolan Cook. Edits by DJ CCP. Come hear all our shows at RadioStarNetwork.com. This has been a Cassandra's Call production.